You're listening to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue with Adam Bartels. Welcome to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue. Summer commencement is right around the corner, and for the second straight semester, Purdue will be hosting an on-demand commencement, originally scheduled for August 8th. Graduates and their families will begin to have access to those ceremonies on August 3rd. A fun tradition for the Full Steam Ahead podcast is to feature one of the uh, student responders who gets to address his, his or her fellow graduates at the commencement ceremonies. So without further ado, it's my privilege to welcome into the podcast, Aaron Benjamin. Aaron, how are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Hey, thanks for your time, man. I appreciate it. Looking forward to uh, talking to you and uh, learning some more about yourself. Yeah, thank you. I look forward uh-huh. to the interview. Cool, cool. Well, let's uh, let the uh, listeners just kind of get an opportunity to learn more about you to start off. Tell us a little bit about uh, where you're from and how you ended up at Purdue University. Okay, so I was born in a log cabin. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so uh, uh, born in uh, New Jersey, and I went to uh, high school there, and then I did my undergrad up in Massachusetts at a small school called Worcester Polytech Institute. Uh, and when I was there, I had a friend who was in the chemical engineering department. And he decided to get his PhD as well. And he actually came here for his PhD. And I had taken a year off in between my uh, undergrad and my graduate career. And I, I had heard really good things from him about the school. And so I said, oh, you know, I'll apply. And I applied. And I really liked when I came out. Uh, the department that I uh, am in, the biochemistry department, was uh, a lot of fun to, to be around. And so I decided to come here and uh, haven't looked back since. Awesome. Well, good choice. Good choice. Uh, what kind of made you interested in, in all in, in that subject? Uh, that's a good question. So <laughs> when I was in high school, I had my I had three favorite teachers. My first was my calculus teacher. My second was my chemistry teacher. And my third was my biology teacher. And all of them just really kind of steered me towards that general idea of biology, chemistry, biochemistry, anything in that area. Um, and it, they just made the subjects enjoyable to me. And, and uh, it's my, the rest of my family is actually English and classics and all that type of stuff and, and law. And so I'm kind of the oddball out, but you know, it, it kind of worked out for the best in a certain sense. So that's awesome. I appreciate that. Uh, and so unlike a lot of the graduates I ended up talking to, you probably were only there for what, the last couple of years then? Uh, I've been here for about five years total. Oh, you have been. Okay, cool. Awesome. Uh, talk about just some of your, uh, favorite memories and experiences while on campus? Uh, so I was lucky enough to go to the Ohio State game where we destroyed them. Um, and that was really exciting, especially seeing everyone storm the field. And that crowd was really, really loud. Um, and I was all the way at the top of the, the stadium, but you could hear it. Apparently, I had a friend who was like all the way across campus. You could hear it all the way across campus, uh, which is really cool. Um, and then besides that, I, I was also, and I'm sure this will get brought up a little later, but I was a part of the Purdue graduate student government and I was the treasurer and I was also a member of the life team. And a lot of the events, the pint nights, uh, and, and things like that were, were a lot of fun and, and a very good opportunity for grad students to be able to meet each other, hang out, um, and enjoy their time. Uh, those types of events were really fun. There was a bowling night that was really fun as well. Um, I love bowling. So, uh, that was those types of events were really good. Um, besides that, you know, basketball games were really fun as well. I wish we had an ice hockey team that was like professional, but you know, I, I'm, I'm biased there cause I love ice hockey so much, but, uh, but still it, it, 
all the sports here, I'd go to the baseball games. Uh, those were a lot of fun too. That's cool. Uh, yeah, I, I saw on your Twitter profile that you're a big hockey fan. So, I, yeah, I kind of would have loved that too while I was at Purdue. And I, I think they had a club, but like, yeah, to see it be yeah. an official collegiate sport, that would have been pretty cool. So, yeah. who's your favorite hockey team? Uh, so, obviously, from the Philadelphia area, I'm a Flyers fan. Um, but I, I, so it's funny, one of my lab mates, he was a Penguins fan. And so, we, of course, hated each other, but also really liked each other because we were good friends. Um, but you know, I, I just have so much respect for the sport. My hometown actually is where a lot of the flyers end up living. Okay. Um, so I've gotten to meet some of the like older guys like, uh, Darian Hatcher and Danny Briere, and they're pretty cool. Um, and also intimidating. Uh, <laughs> I actually served Vincent LeCavier his coffee once and I was like, Oh my gosh, this is the most exciting thing ever. Um, but yeah. That's awesome. I got a, a friend and colleague here in the building. Uh, he's from, the area and is a big um, Phillies and Flyers fan. Nice. And I coincidentally am a Penguins and a Braves, Braves fan. So we okay. <laughs> have a couple of rivalries here. In the, That's in amazing. The yeah. So awesome. Well, hopefully uh, after hearing I'm a Penguins fan, you'll still, still talk to me here the rest of the episode. You're totally fine. <laughs> talk about, um, yeah, you kind of touched about it a little bit. Some of the uh, uh, groups, programs, uh, things you were involved in while on campus. Sure. Uh, so when I first started uh, my career here, I was kind of focused on, all right, I'm going to get my, my PhD, get out and, you know, be done with it. Because um, I had always heard, you know, PhDs take, you know, seven, eight, nine years. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't want that. I want five to six years and, and to, to be finished. And so uh, one of the interesting things is my, my department at first didn't have a, a, G, a graduate student organization or association. And so we actually helped uh, me and some of the other students help start found that. Um, and so I was at first a communications officer, um, but I kind of did multiple things because we were trying to set things up. And that was how I uh, kind of got uh, into the Purdue graduate student government. Um, one of our, one of my friends uh, who graduated before me, she was the uh, representative from biochemistry. And so I said, oh, you know, that sounds actually pretty fun. So I sat in on a meeting, listened to it. It was like, okay, this is kind of interesting. Um, and then, you know, she said, well, look, you know, you can't seconds I am and but we have all these teams and I was like okay sure and so I joined the life team and then uh, they were in search for a treasurer and I was like I, I like money so I'll, I'll, I'll handle that um, no nah, just kidding around but uh, but yes I, you know it was a, it was a good fun time and, you know I, I got to learn a lot about balancing budgets and and things that I kind of knew a decent amount because I, I do a decent enough job at doing that myself um, and uh, I got to meet some really interesting people that way so um, no, I can't complain about that. Awesome. Talk about just some of the, the maybe the challenges here with your last semester, kind of finishing it in a, a way no one probably ever pictured it happening with the, the COVID pandemic. Talk about that experience and just any challenges that might have been presented that way. Yeah, so um, I'd been to a lot of defenses for PhDs and, you know, they're all pretty much kind of what you would expect. You know, one person goes up and they talk and then people ask them questions and everyone leaves the room and then they get grilled by their professors and then they come out crying. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but they, they come out and they're, you know, stressed, like, oh my gosh, should I pass? Um, but most of the time you can enjoy it in person. You have a little celebration afterwards, but uh, mine was all online. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's actually kind of funny during the question and answer for me and just my professors, my cat, I have a cat and that's why I have the door closed because otherwise she'll come right up onto the, the <laughs> screen. Um, but her her feeder went off because I had an automatic feeder for her, and you could just see her in the background running to the uh, the feeder like, oh yes, food. 
Um, so in terms of challenges, it, it was difficult because I couldn't communicate as much with my advisor, um, something which, you know, it, it, it was kind of, it would have been more helpful, so to speak, to have that ability to, you know, just go into his office and say, hey, what do you think about this, that type of stuff. Um, and the same thing with my, my committee is kind of hard to, to communicate with them readily. Um, but, you know, it, it was okay. Um, at the end of the day, everything seems to be in order for the most part. And, you know, you just got to hit the submit button and, and be done <laughs> with it, so to speak. Well, you like a lot, a lot of the others, have, you know, you pull through uh, like Boilermakers do and you get ready to graduate here, uh, uh, here in a week or two. Um, talk about uh, how the whole process of being nominated to be a student responder came about, how you heard about it, how you found out you were nominated and then chosen. Talk about that. Yeah, uh, so it's kind of funny. When I first heard, I was like, nah, there's no way I'm going to get it. But, you know, I'll sure, fine, I'll do it. Uh, so uh, being the treasurer, one of the deans, um, Dean Atkinson, he he said to me, hey, look, I think you'd be a great representative for this. And so he emailed me and I was like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. Um, you know, and, and when I got nominated uh, and actually, you know, officially got the, I don't know what to call it, the, the, the nomination, um, I was like, oh, oh, okay, so it's actually me, um, which was terrifying. Um, I'm not the greatest public speaker, uh, but I guess having a speech in front of you, so to speak, is kind of makes it a little bit easier to do. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was just kind of all of a sudden, you know, I was writing my thesis and I get this email like, hey, you want to be this? Sure, why not? And then you get it and I'm like, oh my gosh, oh, I got to actually create a speech and all this. And, <laughs> uh, but it was, it was a fun, enjoyable experience. I got to meet some some new people that way as well, which was, which was actually kind of cool. Awesome. Well, I can already tell there's probably some humor in your in your speech to, to fellow graduates. Talk kind about what your, uh, I'll pull back the curtain a little bit if you're allowed to here and kind of reveal kind of what your overall message is going to be to them. So uh, my main message is kind of the idea of keep going, um, you know, never give up, but, you know, recognize that, you know, as a scientist, there's a scientific method, right? And you, you create a hypothesis and you test that hypothesis and you don't prove the hypothesis right. Um, but you say, okay, this isn't the case. This isn't the case. And even if it's not what you're expecting, like this isn't the case, this isn't the case. Well, I was expecting this, but I guess not. Um, that's kind of one of the things that I, I try to touch on and, and, and this idea of, you know, never giving up because you really can't accomplish anything if you really put your mind to it. Cool. Love it. Talk about uh, post-graduation plans. You got a job lined up, still looking, and how's that all? Yeah, so <laughs> um, that's fun. Uh, so I've been applying to a lot of jobs all over, um, and I have, uh, I'm waiting on a couple of letter of recommendations to be sent to the uh, specific professor, um, and then I'll have an interview for a potential postdoc position. Um, a lot of the people that I've tried to apply for at least a postdoctoral position, they just don't have funding right now with everything that's going on. It's it's kind of difficult, um, but uh, but there are about a decent amount of jobs out there, and you know I just got to keep applying, so to speak. Um, uh, I, I'm pretty optimistic about this uh, this one. It's in Texas, and I have relatives who live down there, so that'd be kind of cool to be able to spend some time with them as well. So. Yeah, definitely. So you're just hanging out in the, the West Lafayette area or are you back home in the New Jersey area right now? No, so I'm, I'm still in West Lafayette, um, but this will probably be the last area. I guess next month will be the last month for me here. And then I'll probably, if I get the job in Texas, I'll be down in Texas. If not, I'll head back home and still look for jobs. There's jobs around there as well. So, Awesome. As we kind of wrap up, talk about what will be your lasting memory from your time at Purdue. Um. I guess my, my biggest lasting memory would be a, a couple. So the first would be watching the, um, the Tennessee game that we lost. That was disappointing, 
but I think it was 10. No, Virginia. Sorry. Wrong, uh, wrong team. Um, it was at a pint night, which was a you know, I know it's a kind of a sore spot and I feel bad cause we should have won it, but it's okay. Um, but it was still like the environment was just amazing to see all these people coming together, you know, holding their breath, you know, when a shot's going up and then, you know, I think it was Klein hit like 14 threes or some absurd amount of threes. And it was awesome. Um, that was definitely a big lasting memory for me. Uh, and then some of the shenanigans that we had in the lab, uh, my lab has a lot of jokesters or had a lot of jokesters, <laughs> a lot less now because we all graduated, but um, we would do silly things, you know, we'd let balloons go and stuff like that and watch them fly around. We'd, uh, you know, freeze things in liquid nitrogen, you know, the classic experiment that they always do. And then, you know, you hit it with a hammer and it shatters and it's like, oh yeah. Um, but we would do, you know, silly little things like that. And, um, it's made some pretty good memories and some pretty good friends that I, I know that I'll, I'll have them for the rest of my time. That's awesome. What was the go-to spot for you on campus when you were out of the lab? Uh, so that's funny. I used to go to Vons Doshak all the time cause I love calzones, but uh, they're not here anymore, unfortunately. Um, but as of now, I do like Lotsa a lot. Um, I think that they do a pretty good job with their pizzas. And then in terms of, trying to think of other places on campus or at least close to campus. I did like Gray House. Um, it had a nice environment to it. Um, and, and the coffee's pretty good. So, uh, you know, I, I'm obsessed with coffee. I grew up on Dunkin' Donuts being every other block, so to speak. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, so I mean, the, those are the, the major places that I'd go. Um, Jimmy John's is really good too. I love Jimmy John's. That's great to hear about Gray House. Uh, a buddy of mine, Kevin Kirkhoff, shout out to him, uh, helped start that of uh, some friends oh. at uh, Purdue Christian Campus cool. House. So, that's awesome to hear that that was a, a hot spot to be on, on campus. Yeah. Hey, Aaron, as, as we're wrapping up, anything else you, you wanted us to say for our listeners as, as you depart Purdue? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, uh, good luck with your future endeavors. You know, I think everyone is going to be coming out of this university with a, a good degree and a, a high level of ability to, to do what they want to do. And, you know, don't give up and uh, go Flyers. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, and you know, don't give up and you know, things, things might be rough now, but I'm, I'm very confident that things will get better over time. That's awesome. I appreciate that, Aaron. Hey, thank you so much for your time and I appreciate uh, you joining the Full Steam Ahead podcast. Sweet. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Boiler up. Boiler up. A reminder, you can follow the Full Steam Ahead podcast on Twitter at Full Steam Pod. And you can always listen to, like, comment, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn. Thanks again for listening to the Full Steam Ahead podcast. Until next time, I'm Adam Bartels.